Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh my god! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to More Than Friends with Ray and Kens. I'm Ray. I'm Kens. We're dating. We, well, and technically we are dating, not each other, but we're dating people. We are dating other people. And um, fun fact about me, I will be leaving to go to the United Kingdom for like four and a half weeks. Yeah. So if you hear some episodes that are like backlogged. Backlogged or if we miss, miss a week. Yeah, it's, it's because, because I'm out of the country. And you're doing something really, really cool. But we have a lot of fun backed up mat- materials and content on Patreon. Mackenzie shows her boob for 30 minutes straight, just one. Mm-hmm. And that's what you did the first week. But you won't know it's a boob. That's the cool part. <laughs> it's so close. It's so incredibly <laughs> it's close. So It's almost like microscopic. <laughs> yeah. And but that's what's beautiful about it it's kind of like it's kind of saying to society like what is a boob you yeah know what I mean? it's the the essence of a boob with the lack of boob yes and if you are listening and you're like i miss rachel so fucking much what am i gonna do go check out patreon all of our episodes are archived on there that can't fit on whatever app that you're listening on yeah and also it's like amazing stuff you can see my quads very strong i think mm-hmm. i show my underpants in at least three episodes you absolutely do. at least remember when we were recording at my place i feel like my panties were out the whole time panties yeah. is such a funny term for you know what my underwear look like yeah that's they, they are not panties that's definitely not the word well this last episode uh you know i have a lot of cleavage yeah, and I was I, highly distracted. And fun fact, do you know what? Just a little like peek behind the curtain, a little BTS. Sometimes in between episodes, Mackenzie and I will eat. And Mackenzie eats, <laughs> fuck, how do I even describe this to listeners? It's insane. It's as if like a little rabbit, but only no, was raised in a trailer park. <laughs> so just like only eating like flaming hot Cheetos and egg rolls at like noon. So today Mackenzie warmed up an egg roll, which I told her explicitly not to. I was like, you don't put an egg roll day two in the microwave unless you want to eat a spongy, soggy ass egg roll. I said, but th- what else would I do with it? I'm not Air eating- fryer. Get an air fryer. You have the kitchen counter space. I know I do. I love the counter I space. I love your counter spaces, yeah. girl. So I said, listen, you either eat it cold or you eat it cold. I or nuke, you eat a sponge. To I be nuked honest. it. And, and I nuked it. You decided to go sponge route. And Mackenzie <laughs> dropped a piece of her scalding hot egg roll and it landed on her cleavage and it burnt a mark on, my on your right titty. Yeah. That I'll never forget. Uh, actually, a couple things fell down there today. <laughs> What's crazy? I usually don't wear like low cut shirts. Today I went with a low cut shirt. And it's been distracting on the Patreon. It's also been a haven for my food. <laughs> That's how literally Mackenzie, like you're bringing this shit up and like, you know, I live, breathe and die in a sports bra Yeah, for so many reasons. But like, sometimes I, I'm like, I take off my sports bra after it's been on for like, I don't know, 14 hours straight. And I'm like, when on earth did I eat popcorn? Did I eat? Yeah. Like kettle corn that's like <laughs> sticking to your sternum. Like when I, or like, why are there children's erasers inside my, like, you know, when you erase a piece of paper and then it has all those like shavings. shavings. I'm like, why was that with betwixt my, my chest? Why? Like the things that I find in there. I'm like, Oh my God. 
keychains. <laughs> Any money ever? Yeah. So it's like a couch. It's like when you shake out a couch yes. is when you take off a your sports bra. A lot of sticks wrappers. Yeah, that makes sense. A, a lot of just like mismatchy hodgepodge types of foods that you're like, was I at a carnival? Why on earth? corn. It's wow. almost, it is almost fall season, which oh. means candy corn is coming into season. Are you a candy corner? I I'm am. I'm sorry, are you a cornhead? I am absolutely a cornhead. Interesting. I love candy corn and I like to eat them tiny. Mm-hmm. You go, the white, then the orange? Yeah, then the yellow. Wow. Or whatever. I think that's right. I'm just so pumped. It's fall season is queer season. Yeah, lesbians love fall and everyone knows that. Yeah. You heard it here first. I don't think they, they heard it here you first. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, we went full fall because I'll be gone when full fall hits hits. Yeah. So my house now looks like like a Goosebumps cover. Oh, I love that. Yeah. A lot of skeletons are hanging about. A yeah. lot of like giant spiders. Witches. Tombs, like palm reading stuff. Yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah. I love the vibe. And f- pumpkins everywhere. Yeah. It's very exciting. And I have and started. And it is September. It is the beginning of September. It's barely September. Yeah. September is like, I'm still opening up my eyes. It's a hundred degrees outside and you oh, went full fall. Yes, of yeah. course. But I'm really excited. And I finally watched Harry Potter with my girlfriend. She's like a she loves to read, so of course, as like a child, it was she's like her gateway into whatever. But yeah. she uh, is a yeah, she's a pothead, and I finally watched one and two, and it's not bad. Of course, they're not bad. They're amazing. Well, they I, are amazing. I mean, certain things are like yikes, but and they're very long. Mm-hmm. But I do love like watching my girlfriend like cry at certain parts, and I also really like Hagrid. I do feel like I identify with. Well, you've seen me brush my hair. Yeah. Full Hagrid. You are Hagrid and I do, I identify as Voldemort because of looks. <laughs> the way you said because of looks to me, <laughs> because what I just saw, and I don't know how, I do not know how this, the books go. I didn't read them. I had a learning disability as we have discussed on yeah. this podcast, had a really hard time reading. So yeah. I'm not going to read McGonagall comfortably yeah. as a youth. Okay. <laughs> it's not going to fucking Dude, happen. That's so funny. That gave me some, everyone's like, what's happening at Harry Potter? I'm like, some of us can't read good. Yeah. So I don't fucking know what happened. <laughs> These words aren't going to make sense to you. No, yeah. no. God. You, and they were the fifth one, that goblet one, the green one. Oh no. It's larger than the you fucking could, Bible. You could kill a person with a book. Easy. Yeah. Easily. I mean, fucked up. So I have a, I mean, not a, a sore subject with Harry Potter books. Sure. So sure. it's like, I'm not reading, I'm not watching these fucking movies either. Well, listen, I hear you. So here's the thing. When you said you look like Voldemort. Yeah. The last time I saw Voldemort, mm-hmm. his face yeah. was coming out of another dude's face. Yeah. Like, it was, like, so fucked. Like, a little ball of, like, wormy little clay. Yeah. So where am I? <laughs> You're hysterical. You're hysterical. I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to be here with you. I love you. I love you. We were apart because I went on a trip. Correct. Let me say two things. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Um, we have started reviewing this book yes on oh my god on our patreon the book is entitled and everyone listening is going to think that i'm making this making up. this up i am not making this up the book is called the straight girl's guide to sleeping with chicks yeah let that just sink in uh, seems like a joke book seems like it might be for humor purposes right no, it's not. Deadpan. And it's worse than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. And we are taking this book chapter by chapter and kind of just like having some fun with it. Well, because the author of this book is enormous. Yeah. You know, those self-help books called like, you're a badass and it's like yellow. Yeah. And then she made a spinoff like, you're a badass with money and she's a multimillionaire. Yeah. This book was before those uh, self-help books. This was her first published book. Yeah. 
And it was published in like 2002 and she should be canceled and thrown in a hole. Yeah. It is actually one of the craziest um, books I've ever seen. It's so offensive. It's insane. And we're shedding some light. If you want to hear that, we are going chapter by chapter uh, every week. And it is, it's fascinating, truly. It's insanity. You're going to want to buckle the fuck up. Number two. Yeah. You know, as, as I mentioned, I was just in Sequoia. Yeah. Looking at some thick trees. Yes. And hi- doing a lot of hikes okay. with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I have a bumble fumble to share. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Tell me everything. Everything is a bumble fumble because we met on Tinder. Yeah. So I kind of get to all of my fumbles are inherently bumble fumbles. Yeah. We hiked almost we hiked from 8000 feet to 9000 feet okay which is very a thousand high. feet your feet your your ears are popping mm-hmm. okay you're up in the clouds it's hard for your cardio it is d- difficult yeah. cardio and the hike wasn't particularly long but we were scaling the side of a mountain and it was about to be like when you're in sequoia the biggest view the most popular one is called moral rock mm-hmm. this hike overlooked moral rock oh wow so we're going like into the sky yeah we get to the top of the hike and because of the forest fires and also that this hike was a little bit less popular, we were the only people at the summit. I already see where this is going. So I and my partner, we both get very aroused by nature. And did you drop trowel? Well, that's what happened, Mackenzie. We get to the top. Okay. We're looking at some of the most beautiful views I've ever seen. Okay. I'm getting rock hard. Yeah. Because. All the rocks. Endorphins. Yeah. Also the rocks. Mm-hmm. The views, okay. it's so fucking beautiful. I look over, I see my my girlfriend, and we've done this hike together. We've mm-hmm. pushed ourselves. We've arrived. Like we, We're such in such a beautiful place with each other, and we're such a beautiful place in the world. And we're sitting down. I'm holding a backpack with our water bottles in both sides. And I say to her, hey, lay back. Hot. And she does. Okay. And I start to, like mount her and start to like you know go to town get some juices flowing right start because i'm like i'm gonna fuck her on top of this rock yeah we're all Um, here for it so i just need you to visualize Mm -hmm. my girlfriend is below me yeah i am on top of her and my two hands are out holding myself up like i'm doing a plank and she's under me okay copy i had forgotten that my backpack was still on and because of the angle that I was at, mm-hmm. my, I don't know, 50-pound hydro flask flies out from where it's safely tucked away no, and no, lands no, directly no. on my pinky. <gasps> Did you break it? I nearly broke my finger, and I shrieked <laughs> so hard that then I found out that there was a couple behind us. Are you serious? And they were like, hey, are you okay down there? And they were like, you guys looked so cute when you were sitting there. Oh, my God. Did they, were they, first off, were they watching you? They must have seen us sitting and then caught their own view. And then when they heard me scream, scream yeah. they came to see. And my pinky was purple. Was it bleeding? Yes. Oh, my God. And bleeding. And I still haven't been able to close it because it's so swollen. Because hydro flasks are, are enormous. Like, so just fucking anvils. heavy. They're yes. just fucking anvils. Yes. Like... Why didn't you take your backpack off? I was just too in the moment. I don't know when it was going to happen like that. I've also fucked with a backpack on before. Yeah. And I will fuck with a backpack on. But like one of the tiny ones or a full backpack? It was like a camper backpack. So like kind of more thin than you would think. But I truly was like, 
I was in so, so much, much pain. pain. Wow. Because it just dropped and my hand was on the rock. So it, my hand, my finger got smashed into a rock. And I was like, wow, that was the most painful thing. And we didn't even get to bang then. That sucks. That's yeah. the worst part of it the all. The worst part of it all is that then, yeah, we didn't even get to fucking bang. Because I was shrieking with pain. My hand was like shaking and throbbing the entire way down. I am so sorry. I was like, what if I die? Well, it's just your finger. Yeah, no, it looks busted. It was it was busted. Ugh. And it's so fat. Yeah. It got so swollen. <laughs> it was like the size of my other fingers. I don't like I can't look at it. It does look like it's going in four different directions. Yeah, it got fucked the up whole. by the way. Now like the way my pinky is like <laughs> my pinky doesn't match it's not my other sitting pinky. Right. Like, it's it not kind sitting of, right. It kind of like has a flat top in the wrong <laughs> it kind of is like giving wrong directions. Yes. It's like a fork in the road. It's <laughs> fucked up. And that's what I get for trying to fool around with a backpack on on the top of the mountain in Sequoia. At least you didn't fall. I could see, unfortunately, your death being sex related. Yeah, uh, and I, I need you to not be having sex on cliffs or rocky mountains like that. I can't promise you that. For and the you pod, know that. For the pod, we as a group, as a community, need you to not have dangerous sex. I cannot... I'm going to need to be paid a lot more. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you know that our, one of our last episodes, we were talking about how your gyno, you wanted them to rate your pussy. Yes. When you say it like that, it sounds insane. Listen well, to it, the episode from before. It, it's no, not it's insane. Pretty, it's insane. It's not insane. So many people reached out saying that their gynos have done this. Oh, that's my dream. I know. So, okay. We had one. Uh, they said, I just listened to your episode, Being Gay at the Doctor, and I loved it. Of course, hilarious as always, but this episode talked about an issue very close to my queer little heart. First, it's such a common experience amongst all queer people. Second, I'm a nurse and currently applying to nurse practitioner school. Hell yeah. One of the biggest reasons I'm applying to NP school is that I want to be the queer provider that we all long for. And I'm hoping to do my doctoral studies project around improving LGBTQ healthcare outcomes and experiences. Oh my God. But the main reason I'm writing in <laughs> is that I wanted to tell Rachel the story of my girlfriend slash L O M L having her pussy rated by a G Y N. This is incredible. Love my life. <laughs> uh, this was a few years ago and she went to a new G Y N for an actual checkup. My girlfriend is a hot stem and has people constantly hitting on her wherever we go. Of course. The doctor comes in. She's a younger doctor, probably in her 30s. Hot, hot. first off. Uh, and my girlfriend thinks she's potentially making flirty comments during their health assessment Whoa. chat. But brushes it, off, brushes it off, figuring it's a misinterpretation since a doctor would never actually hit on someone in this scenario. Right. We hope. Oh well, yeah, we hope. They get to the uh, the pap smear and the doctor puts in the speculum inside and when she's opening it says sensually, wow, you're so tight. Oh no, wait, this is a horror. This is bad. You can't say that. That is bad. Granted, I've been there a few times myself and I can assure you it's incredibly tight. Oh my God, I love this nurse <laughs> practitioner. But as a healthcare professional and just a person, uh, I can't believe she actually said it out loud. My girlfriend was so shocked she didn't know what to do and she was trying hard not to burst out laughing. She made a joke about doing Kegels and the doctor laughed and the rest of the appointment went as, went as expected. So Rachel, I, if you really, really want your pussy rated by a doctor, go on the next plane to Raleigh, North Carolina and I know someone who can help you out. I cannot thank you. Oh my thank gosh. Thank you, Paige. That thank was really you, Paige. funny. Um, also, thank you for fucking doing the work yeah. for, to be 
a fucking a queer the doctor that we all yeah. want to see in the world. Thank you so much. Also, now that I'm hearing this story, maybe I do not want my pussy rated. Yeah, there were a couple That's other insane. ones, and they're just it's creepy. I do think it's creepy. Oh, you don't want someone man. commenting on your puss. I mean, I do, but but I don't it, want it to be like have it be me or so your girlfriend. Tight. I want them to be like, wow, you're so healthy. You don't have to worry about anything. I just want some like. I think that they will say that. They're, but that's not rating. They don't say anything to me. Well, I wanted it to be like 10 out of 10. Yeah. No, I, I see that. I wish there was like a Yelp app for my gushy. Also, if you guys have any uh, queer of the weeks, bumble fumbles like I just shared yeah. or what have you, please feel free to share it with us at morethanfriendspod at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Great. No, great. Okay. We have a bumble fumble actually right now. Are you ready for it? Hell yes, I am. Hi, y'all. Love from MPLS, Minnesota. Yeah. Is that Minneapolis? Yeah. Love the pod, and boy, do I have a bumble fumble for you. CW, roofies and drugging. If this is too much for a pod reply, I get it, but I'm fine with sharing it if you are. So I'm a trans girl, baby gay, and a few months ago, I started using a few apps to try and find new queer slash trans friends. Uh, My partner of many years ended up being super uncomfy with this, Mm. but that's a longer story. Oof. Uh, So I matched with another cute trans girl on Bumble and decided to meet up IRL. We had one meetup and hit it off, so we decided to get together again for drinks. We went out to a local dive bar that I used to go ages ago and had a couple of beers and some shots, nothing unusual that I couldn't handle. As we were winding up, uh, about to leave, winding it up, about to leave, I started to feel a lot drunker than I expected. So my friend leads me to the bathroom on the way out, and I'm realizing I'm having a much harder time walking than a few minutes ago. Fuck. We finish and weave outside the bar, and I unlock my bike and decided to try and find a corner store for water and snacks. We end up wandering up a side street, and I'm starting to veer back and forth, having a hard time keeping my head up Mm -hmm. and basically letting my friend lead me wherever. We walk past a park with a big open field on a hill on one side, and I end up collapsing on the hill, rolling over, and I started to puke my guts out. We lay there, and I'm losing all track of time. I'm hearing voices from the street, but everything is so surreal and distant. Mm -hmm. I keep fading in and out, then puking more, and unknown to me, my partner is calling me repeatedly since it's way later than I told them I'd be out at this point. Finally, my friend finds my phone and holds it up to me to talk to my partner and ask them to come get us. When she finally arrives, I'm apparently passed out. I briefly wake up and puke, and I'm saying things to her I don't remember. I'm also apparently covered in vomit at this point. So she folds me into the front seat and drives my friend home before we go back to our place. I'm sitting in the shower mumbling incoherently, and she's hosing me off. She leads me to the couch since it's close and puts me to bed with a puke bucket. I wake up in the most disoriented, uh, the most disoriented I've ever felt after a night out, distraught and inconsolable and very disassociated. I'm feeling so guilty for meeting up with a friend from Bumble without telling her and thinking I just pushed my limits. Fast forward a day, I'm still feeling so out of it and realize I was most likely drugged unknowingly at this bar. Yep. I reached out line to the local community to talk to a few people, including a crisis counselor, and my suspicions are confirmed. I had been roofied. On a secret meetup with a friend from Bumble and had to have my partner come get us both after midnight. I briefly chatted with this person from Bumble about what I think happened, but I haven't talked to them since. They were very kind, but I don't know if we'll meet up again. I don't know who exactly, but we're pretty sure it was someone on staff 
who put something in my last drink, and it turns out that bar has become horrible in recent years, with many accusations of racist and queerphobic behavior, as well as drugging going on. So I'm so lucky my Bumble friends stuck with me and made sure I was okay. Things have, could, could have turned out so much worse. Anyways, thanks for the trauma dump. This is how queers bond, right? Volunteering extremely personal traumatic experiences to another. Well, I'm still processing, but stay safe, y'all. And don't lie to your partner about friend dates and don't automatically trust your bartender. Whoa. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that with us. That's super fucking scary and traumatic Very. to like relive in an email. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that with us. This is also like, uh, I think a PSA for, I know, I think you have seen things that have been going around right now about the Abbey so, in West Hollywood. Yes. I was actually roofied at the Abbey. Wow. And I fucking hate the Abbey and I refuse to go there after that happened. Yeah. And it is horrible. They do that. That's That 100% happens. Yeah. And it's been... People have been, yeah, it's been bad before and it's getting bad again, obviously, because they're open again. Yes. But yeah, like there's also a trend of straight men pretending to be gay men Mm -hmm. and going to the Abbey Mm -hmm. and drugging women. Yeah. And it's super scary out there. So even when you're in queer places, I mean, obviously when you're any fucking place and you just need to. I wonder super, if this was the Abbey. It's just so you scary. Never know. I have no idea. I have no idea. At Wherever all. you go, just make sure. Yeah. Do not trust your bartenders because it's not just like, oh, I'm going to be fine if I cover my drink. Yeah. There are bad bartenders out there drugging people. Yeah, the world is just like a scary, horrifying place. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're okay. And you had someone with you at the time that yeah. like wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah. That is, you're very, very lucky. And that's. I wow. had a similar experience as well where I was like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm a heavy drinker. I drink a lot. Yeah. And I had like a. I had two drinks at a bar and, and when I was like, Oh, I like, don't feel very well. I better go. Cause you're like, Oh, I just feel like I'm like really, really drunk, fucked up. really you're drunk like, after one. Feel, yeah. yeah. You're like, I've had Makes one no or sense. two drinks and then you're like, well, I guess I'm like fucking blotto. Yeah. And as I was walking home, the same thing where I was like my, I can't keep my head straight. Yeah. And I like gave myself a black eye and then Jesus. got home and was like, fuck. Which bar was that? Oaks. Jesus. That's and somebody the, had to like pick me up and like carry me back to my house. Don't know who the person was. Yeah. Thank God I got in. But like that stuff is, it's, I think, I mean, I'm like, do I know anyone who hasn't been roofied, roofied at a bar? I don't know. More that's than the, not. That's the sick part. Yeah. It's is fucked that up. You have, yeah. Same thing with like, I know so many more of my friends that are, I, I don't know who hasn't been sexually assaulted. Yeah. And it's, it's just like a scary fact of the world is mm-hmm. that we are, it's a scary fucking place out yeah. there. So thank you so much for sharing that story. I'm so glad that you're okay. And fuck. Yeah, watch out for your friends when you're at bars and have them watch after you. It's scary. It's scary out there. We got to take care of each other. I know, it's fucked up. Um, we do have a queer of the week. Hello, I'm Kayla, and I'm reaching out to nominate my amazing wife, Miranda. Our five-year wedding anniversary is coming up on September 3rd, and I thought it would be a great way to make her feel special because she deserves it more than anyone I know. Miranda is truly the most beautiful soul I've ever met, and she's instantly loved by everyone she comes in contact with. Really cute. We're getting ready to start the IVF process in a month, and I've tried IUIs on and off for the past year and a half. The whole process has been very stressful and overwhelming for both of us, but having her by my side every step of the way has meant the world to me. I'm thankful for every day for her endless love and support. She's truly my person, and I'm beyond excited to start a family with her. Please help me celebrate our anniversary by making her Queer of the Week. We have a big, exciting month ahead of us. Maybe this will be good juju we need to 
um, to help our little bean stick. That's really cute. Yes, we both love listening to you guys while we're at our jobs or on the road trips. It's one of our favorite things to do together. So thank you guys so much for providing all of the laughs and loads of fun and relatable topics each week. Here's a picture of us, me on the left, her on the right. Hold on, it's loading. They're so cute. Come on. I'm just going to throw this out there. Please. Baby name? Yeah. Renz. Whoa. Okay, a mixture of us. Okay, yeah. Renz? Machel. Whoa. Think about it. I like Renz. Renz is not. Come here, little Renz. Lorenz. Lorenz. <gasps> oh, little Lorenz. <laughs> oh, you guys are so cute. That was really amazing cute. parents. Congrats to you guys. Happy Queer the Week to you, Miranda. I love like reading how sweet people are to each other. It makes me believe that like love exists. Love exists. Okay, let's just do it. You ready? And the <laughs> home of the thing is when someone sings what is it called the national anthem uh-huh. at a baseball game mm-hmm. and they really give it all they have at the end that last and couple when they go i like when the my favorite part of the national anthem <laughs> is when a singer tries to go big at the um ha, and the land of the free <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the snl sketch with maya, maya rudolph? rudolph of course i have it changed my life it changed my life on a down day i will just put that sketch on and it makes me cry with laughter who's your favorite person from snl on the count of three one two three maya, maya rudolph. rudolph absolutely without, a, without doubt. a doubt i i do have and i had to tell my girlfriend this a huge crush on Maya Rudolph. I have a very big crush on Maya Rudolph and an even bigger crush on Maya Rudolph playing Kamala Harris. Yeah, no, that's my that's a very specific niche that we both have hard. It's very hard. Yeah. So my girlfriend obviously was working with Maya recently. Yeah. And it took everything in me when I knew exactly where she was going to be mm-hmm. to not run over there. And be like, hey, did you forget your tampons at home? <laughs> exactly. Yes, for real. Yeah, it is tough. I always want to be around Maya Rudolph. And For I real. breathe her air. And yeah. I want her to... I just want to be in her essence. I make my girlfriend um, play pretend that she is Maya Rudolph yeah. playing pretend to be Kamala Harris. And then... Yeah. I'm Joe and I'm just kind of like, I can't really do And then anything. you make her come and, and you're like, we did it, Joe. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. It always ends with her saying, we did it, Joe. Well, it, I was just happy to hear from Erica that Maya is one of the nicest people. I know. She, I told you she came to my restaurant one time, and, and she just starts laughing. She comes up to the register, and she's like, oh, my God, I sat on my water bottle, if you can believe that. So she must have had a wet ass. God, I fucking love her. All right. We have an inquiry. Um, all right. Hi, can I say hi- something? <laughs> and the home of the brave. All right. Let's go. Okay. I'm coming back with an accent. You probably I'm coming will. back with an accent and an addiction to tea. I went I went to Alabama once for a week for space camp, came back with an accent. Let's kind of unpack that sentence. Let's what not. Space camp? Let's How not. old were you? Seventh grade. Jesus, Kent. How did you get to be so hot? I, That's why. <laughs> you had to counteract. You had to ricochet. <laughs> I, I, uh, I have a photo of me next to one of the space shuttles, mm-hmm. and I'm in a full blue jumpsuit, no. and I... Look so uneffable. <laughs> well, you 
were also, in your defense, seven. Seven. Seventh grade. Seventh grade is not a good year for fucking. It's not. It's not. And I would have never, obviously. No. I decided to wait and 20 years later. <laughs> okay. Hysterical. Um, I We might have actually already after, answered this on After Dark. I do want to say, uh, Mackenzie and I do share a lot about our sex lives because me personally, I think a lot like this person who wrote in, I'm fascinated by like sex i love talking about it and other people's sex lives to me is also just so fascinating Mm -hmm. and i could talk about i remember like truly i would ask my parents what so when you were up in space camp Mm -hmm. i was like asking my parents like what is fellatio that's insane you can't ask your parents that well i have an open family because lutherans are the most sick they're just twisted freaks that's oh man yeah the more I religious of a household, f- yeah, mm-hmm. unacceptable. Um, yeah, but as if you listen to the Patreon, and you will know that both Mackenzie and I have really dialed in on our favorite time to bone, and Which it's is. right before dinner. Yeah, there's nothing better because then you're relaxed. You're gonna have a great dinner. Yeah, you're gonna sit down, have a glass of wine. Oh my god, work up a little bit of an appetite. Yeah, you can like sit and then you can just like debrief about how the sex was while you're like eating Brussels sprouts. So the question was, how do you go about that? <laughs> yeah, you know, like how do you get your partner to take a hint? Yeah, well, I think also. So my partner and I are still pretty new. No, we're not. No, you're not. Why do I say that? Because it feels new and fresh still. It does. Because you don't hate her. Yeah, I fucking love her so much. We're going on three years. I was with someone once where literally after like two months, I was like, well, it's been an eternity (laughs) and I think I need to fully break up with you. I think it's a good sign if you're like, oh, it still feels new and this is the longest relationship I've ever been in by far. Exactly. You out of here? (laughs) I'm heading out. My shorts were riding up on my quads and I was like, Mackenzie's not going to be able to focus. If my quads be out like that, forget it. The last um, Patreon episode, I had to unbuckle my pants. Oh my God. She had to unsnap because she was being split in two. I was. <laughs> that was bad. This episode is... It's all over, all the, place. over the place. I, don't I apologize, care. but also... Don't care. You're you're welcome. We'll be back and it'll be tighter than ever once you get back. Maybe. Maybe not. But I will be British. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be tight, I but I will be British. Good, because we need more diversity in this. All right, let's do it. I'm going fucking U- full UK. Okay. I got a text. Got a text. Um, I guess for, so my partner and I, although this is the longest relationship I've ever been in, for us, I think we both, like, we know there are certain cues as well, but I try to sneak up on her. Do you do this? I don't just, like, unhook my bra. Oh, I just flash one booby. That's so nice. That's all it takes. I think I, like, I go honk, honk. Oh, and Erica's like, it's on. It's on. I go, tell me. <laughs> no, just imagining me going, coming in, no, and pantomiming, honking a boob. Oh, God. Honestly, it would work for me. <laughs> I'm like, I, I could also like, this is, I'm not trying to sound like a certain way. Yeah. I could like quite li- literally have sex like at any time, like yeah. drop of a hat. Like I'm kind of like operating mm-hmm. at an eight yeah. Ready to be pushed over the edge at any time. I'm operating at a two. <laughs> and it's going to be, you have to like excavate. You got to really. You got to dig for really it. Really <laughs> WD-40 up these joints. Really grease them up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm always like fine. And fl- so like, but I, what I try to do for like pre-dinner stuff, mm-hmm. I will like 
because we like to have sex in not the bed. Yeah. Unless at night we will in bed, but I'll know that it's going to be like a daytime type of fun. Mm -hmm. If like, let's say my girlfriend has to go move her car or my girlfriend has to like go pee or like get something in the other room while she's gone. Mm -hmm. I will very quickly turn our living room and I will like put down blankets and pillows and light a candle while she's gone. So So that when she comes back, yeah. It's like, oh, the mood in here has totally changed. Yes. And the vibe is like, hey, we're done watching Riverdale for a one GD second. Yeah. And now we're going to be like hanging out on the floor. I think that is so nice. And it's the thought and effort that you put in mm-hmm. that is really, really cute. Yeah. I think and it's amazing. also like that can be anything too. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, then it's not like, I think it shows like I was thinking about fucking exactly. you. And there's nothing more fun than like your partner being like, I was just thinking about how much I want to get you naked. Like yeah. that's such a fun and f- like rewarding feeling. Yeah. And then, yeah. So unless you don't, unless you don't like your partner. Right. That's then what I'm like, thinking. I literally, I'm like looking back now. Cause you were like, I was with a girl for two months. I used to think that at, at right around two years, the like it expires yeah yeah the like sex drive and the like excitement mm-hmm. and all of this stuff i thought that like well after two years you kind of just you kind of have to just try more you settle into your yeah, yeah. and no. that i haven't and maybe that will be true later on but i certainly have not like felt that at all with this relationship that That's i'm in so i'm nice. like it is still exactly like i still have not even come close to the point of being like i have gotten enough of her like i just feel like Gosh, every time I see her, I'm like, I just want to hang. I want more of your time. I want more of your attention. I want to make you happy. I want to make you laugh. Like every fucking second I'm around her, it's like, I'm nowhere near being like saturated. I love that. Do you know what I'm talking? You've ever felt like with other partners that have been a lot less. I've been like, I guess I've like, I kind of get it. And I'm like, yeah, it's on its way down. Yes. I have felt that with almost every single other person I dated truly a couple months in. Yeah. Where you're like, I, yeah, I was like, no, that's it. Okay. <laughs> it's like run its course. Yeah. And it's like, been I, like three months. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to, for a quick second, brag to you, please. What you were saying reminded me of something that happened this last week. What? I went out and I forget what I was doing. I might've just like gone for a walk or something around the neighborhood, I love like it. to call someone. Yeah. And when I got home, Erica grabbed my hand, pulled me in the bedroom. Oh my God. She had sp- candles lit everywhere. Yes spa music playing yeah and she said lay down and she gave me a full massage are you serious get this gives me a full massage gets up walks away has a hot washcloth and does the wipe down that they do on you she did everything that they do in the massage parlor oh my god it was the sweetest thing that's ever been done to me before i have to do that wait did you get naked yeah, I got full butt ass naked. Full butt naked. Did you put on that robe that I'm taking to the UK? You did. No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, but it was just ev- the candles, the music, so nice. the spa playlist, the lotion that she used was like eucalyptus. Oh, I love that. The towel, like all those little things that added up. And I was like, this is truly the nicest thing that anyone has ever done for we me. We love effort. I love effort. And I think that, yeah, showing your partner effort will make them 
feels so special. Well, even like I think it's it's about changing up the mood of the room. Yeah. Especially during quarantine, right? Mm-hmm. When we we live to or if you live with your partner, you have to do a lot of things with your partner. Sometimes you have to make grocery lists. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go shopping together. You gotta do the mundane Sometimes stuff. Sometimes you have to do the shit that you're like, oh right, we're like operating in a home together. Exactly. And like not every second is like, oh wait, you wanna fucking like rip your clothes right, off. Right. Even yeah. though you do. But like sometimes you have to do shit. Yeah. And to take the time in your day to say like I'm going to intentionally change up the mood yeah. of our home yeah. to be something that's more indicative to like Romance even as simple as li- like just changing the lighting of your yes. room for me does so much yeah so like that's all it's about is like however th- you can make that mood shift from like hey we're not we're not at work anymore we're not doing chores anymore we're not doing the mundane switch I, it like, up just like even honestly as simple as like look looking at your partner yeah you spend a lot of time looking at the dishes looking at the tv Mm -hmm. looking at your phones try for a second truly just looking at your partner yeah (laughs) because even like for me talking too i'm like oh i just sometimes i just really want to talk to your eyes and look at you and then next thing you know you're like well we're banging before dinner yeah i love it anytime you can do that you'll get there (sighs) it's incredible i looked like absolute hell last night Mm-hmm. Well, I was having sex with my partner and I can't believe that she did it, that she can yeah. still do it. I looked like a little, you looked like hell. I looked like hell. And normally <laughs> I look like hell after. Yeah. And I looked like hell before I was like, Mackenzie, my hair, <laughs> like I had brushed it. Yeah. So that's how, you know, I'm like, I was not expecting to get rammed. And you did. My hair was brushed. So I looked like Hagrid. Yeah. But I also put it up in a bun, so I looked like sporty Hagrid. <laughs> sporty. <laughs> like Hagrid sport mode. And I was like, I was so full from dinner. This is why I'm like, I should normally do it before. You got to do it before. And I was like, my retainer was already in, which I call them my teeth hats. <laughs> so I'm lisping a little bit. But no, that's I, an accurate representation. I love you to death. Yeah, but no, I these are like all hell. the worst things that could happen. Yes, I looked. No, this is what I'm saying. Looked like, and think, felt like yes, hell. Yes, I think I'm in like... I, I mean, I not like this is my forever person. Yeah. I'm like, this is my lifelong. I have found Love your life. Like actually like destined to be together. Like yeah. I didn't believe in that, but I'm like, I think because I'm telling you, Mackenzie, I looked like a foot <laughs> worse. I look like a preteen foot, like bad, <laughs> like I've been yeah. on a trampoline for too long. Yeah. Just bad. <laughs> and I'm just like laying Looking like a fucking packed vegan sausage. And she came in and was like, and was like I it's want on. you. Yes. That's, you I know what? couldn't believe it. Good for you. That's love. That's true love. I couldn't believe it. I look like Voldemort every time. Voldemort just like no nose. No nose. Just nostrils. Another head on the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. I'm yeah. so surprised. And I do feel like, yeah, my girlfriend always looks like fucking bomb yeah she does dude tell nazara say what's up i won't tell nazara say what's up i I won't but you have to say if you if you try to come on to my girlfriend when i'm out of town i absolutely will i know everyone's in trouble you're going out of town and every day i'm gonna hit up nazara all i'm gonna say is (laughs) what's what's up up? (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna do that spa move on her (laughs) you should all right that's it this week for more than friends with ray and ken's You'll see us in a little bit once Rachel's done. You will. How many episodes are they going to miss? We There is no way to know. There is. I don't do math. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today, please.